Oh man, Melissa's small again. We gotta fix no. her. There we go. This is the oh, year I'm big. Small. I'm I'm back and I'm the- bigger than ever. <laughs> what if we just did the whole podcast where we're we're both small and squished on screen? <laughs> we'll have to do that to celebrate Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I that's the thing is I I well I might be able to recreate it. I, I, let me see. All right, so if I fix it, ah, I did it too fast again. Okay, so if I give it a sec, switch it back. That's the normal size that we should be on screen. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Captain's Log. You should be checking us out on 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 the on Twitch where we live stream these, on YouTube where we upload these, the video version. Check it out. Okay, so then experiment. Uh, if I do this and then that again, ooh, I can recreate it. Okay, we can do we can do small mode whenever we want now. Oh man, <laughs> I do like having small mode in our back pocket for if it's thematically appropriate. <laughs> that that that'll be that might be an interesting other uh, like Twitch redeem that I could start working on. So I I long time ago started to work on all of this mm. stuff that would eventually be like twitch ready like channel point rewards and and stuff like that uh have not implemented those yet so no one can be like make kyle blurry and then it, it pixelates ah! and stuff like that i can hit the button to to do all of that all of that stuff but uh have not headed up for it to be actual channel points yet that's mm. one of my goals this yeah 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 is to get that situated and done finally but we are here for the first podcast of 2023 for the captain's log yes welcome back to the captain's log uh it it i looked on our twitch and it said that our last stream was 24 days ago uh which feels entirely too long yeah but I, I guess that's accurate. We took we took a decent <laughs> holiday break this year. We took a good we did, couple yeah. weeks off to rest, refill our podcast juices. Indeed. Gotta get those podcast juices. Speaking of juices, like I said, this is whatnot's captain's log number 218, where every week we thirst for the taste of legend. Melissa, how was your holidays? Talk to me. They were fine. I, I I got strep throat mysteriously out of nowhere. So oh, I was no. pretty knocked out of commission. It's been a long time since I've been germ sick and not just like, ah, my allergies sick. Yeah. So it's I forgot what it was like. I just sort of lied in a little pile on the couch. Watched a lot of movies, though. That's good. Thankfully, it wasn't COVID. That, that would have been mm. bad. Mm. Bad, too. But uh, there you go. So you, you got sick. Did did you do like once you got better? Did you do anything with f- friends or family? Did you do anything for New Year's? I I have a very quiet New Year's every year. New Year's is the holiday when my friends are all celebrating it with their other friends. Uh, <laughs> Jack and I went out to a movie during the day, and cool. then I came home, cooked me a fine meal. I made pretzels from scratch. Never done Ooh. that before. Soft pretzel bites, salt, and cinnamon sugar. The two best kinds. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Watched a That's movie. Good. That's truly all I do, Kyle. I watch many movies. We'll discuss That's, this later. We will. We will. Indeed. Um, my break was pretty good. 
still I still had some stuff to get done for here at the podcast. I had, I'd been I, I redid our uh, like housekeeping video. There's some there, there's a minor thing I need to fix on on that because we used it for the review show, which was the real first podcast that we did of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 2023. Um, but it came back like the housekeeping video ended came back but my audio was not on just yet uh which ah. i think is because i programmed it for the t- timing for the other video so i just need to fix that stuff but uh redid okay. our housekeeping video uh the pilots club now has a new like background and logo which is our patreon exclusive podcast patreon.com slash the whatnots three dollar tier um, mm-hmm. speaking of which we just recorded a patreon exclusive podcast on bird girl the pilot for bird girl um which was fun and then next month we're gonna do puchinski <laughs> i shall subject you to puchinski finally <laughs> puchinski. Um, i'll subject myself to puchinski i've never seen the entire thing i've just seen that commercial well d- 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 this is like vindication or not vindicate but like validation for you because you've mentioned it a few times oh on yeah yes. a, a plethora of our podcasts uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah like you you you, you, you finally get it on the show mm, after mentioning mm. it you finally can watch the whole thing for your health i feel like that's a good feeling when you can just be like ah yes now was the t- time here we go now i know now I'm yeah. going to know more about Puchinski than any other human I've met or dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, other things I did over the break besides podcast stuff. Uh, if you guys are watching the video version, you can see it kind of blurred out in the background there. But I got one of those Lego uh, Iron Man uh, art artwork things. It's, it's basically like like smaller tiles. But then you put the like flat, like little one piece dots on yeah. them. And it's yeah. And I, I guess you guys can't really see. You just make like a Lego poster. Basically. Yeah. Um, and so that's a new addition to the stream room here. Uh, that's one of the things I got for Christmas from my parents. Uh, spent the holidays with my girlfriend's family. Uh, that was a lot of fun getting to hang out with them and eat some great food. Nice. Didn't really do much for New Year's. Just kind of kept it low key, hung out. Um, mm. That was kind of it. Um, that was what I did for holidays. Like, the ho- That's holiday stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. However, uh, I I guess it was it was well i like i i did at least have an eventful week that week between christmas and new year's is an eventful week because of co- of course there's the two i just mentioned but my girlfriend's birthday is yes. in the midst yes. of that too so it was parties all week oh, having fun nice. eating good food it it was a blast i enjoy, enjoyed it um, kyle please name one food you ate do pizza okay who who do you think you're talking to melissa i got my pizza lord hat on right now i should have known you (laughs) ate you ate a pepperoni pizza you don't eat other kinds (laughs) (laughs) um we we had 
pizza they made uh we had so i i had gizzards for the first time i think that's it right yeah uh my girlfriend will confirm later on uh but they they put that in their gravy for like the mashed potatoes and turkey and stuff like that i had never had them before uh i will Take the the laughing, crying, smiley face in the <laughs> chat from Rachel as a yes, that is what oh. we, we we ate. Yeah, um, I first time having them, I didn't really know exactly what they were at at first, and I was like, well, I'll try it. I I, I can't guarantee you that I'll like it, and I, I ate it, and I was like, oh, this is just more meat. They're like, yeah, it's just meat, but it's from like the neck. I was like, oh, all right. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Neck meats. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the foods that I ate, too. <laughs> um, Good to eat a new food. Yeah, yeah, I- indeed. I, however, would like to regale you with my experience of the, the Vincent Van Gogh experience. Um, I... Tell me of it. I This came through St. Louis. I imagine it yeah. is the exact same thing. I didn't do it. My sister-in-law took my niece to do it. And there's so mm-hmm. many photos of her that are so cute and magical that That's it kind of awesome. intimidated me. Like, well, if they've already seen pictures of her doing it, if I do it, it's not exciting. I'm not as cute as she is. So why go? But it's for you, Melissa, for you to look back <laughs> on, on your old iPhone's 30 years from now being like, ah, remember that time I went to the Vincent Van Gogh experience? What a great time. (laughs) I saw her do it. That's plenty for me. I drove past the outside of the the tent. Huge, Mm -hmm. huge structure. They put it up in the mall parking lot, which is why I drove past it so many times. That's interesting. So for us, it was in the convention center. Um, mm. in, in here, they must have rented out one of the spaces and did all, all of that. Essentially, it was just a giant rectangular room um, yep. with uh, t- tons and tons of projectors uh, pr- like hung up on the ceiling, projecting things onto this wall and, and the floor. The entire room is is projected on. Um, yeah. And it is it, like it's all seamless. Uh, so the it's not like, oh, you can look at like this was his early years and over here it was this. Uh, it's one kind of big, long, seamless mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. presentation. They've manipulated his artwork and animated it and uh, collaged things together to kaleidoscope into one another and stuff huh. like that. And it's just, it's like a 30 minute long experience. Um, the, the the music is really, really loud. There's no talking or presentation. There is like one or two songs that have l- l- lyrics, but it's not like did Vincent Van Gogh was a lively chap. And one day he went to the store. Like it's not it's 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 not st- like it's just an actual song. I don't know. There's but, no ballads of right, Vincent yeah. Van Gogh. <laughs> um but yeah it's just it's just this like real trippy experience to get to like go in and sit down and just have his artwork just displayed on these giant walls Mm. all around you um it was pretty neat 
Um, it, 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 I feel like they could have done certain things about it better, though, in mm-hmm. the sense they, they, they do let you take pictures and record video and stuff like that. But of course, that means that everyone's cell phone is up as they're like oh. in the thing. Uh, and some people's screens are brighter than like what's happening on the mm. wall that's projected. So that can get kind mm. of uh, distracting. Um, most people are seated like on the floor or on benches or stuff like that. Uh, we we ended up staying and watching it for three full like loads. Oh. Um, it's only like half an hour, but uh, we figured out that the best thing to kind of do was to go like right up to the wall and basically lay down with your feet up against the wall. So you're like looking up at this wall. That way no one can get in in front of you. You just get the, you know, you just get this big, fantastic artwork presentation thing just blasted right on the wall. Um, but yeah, it, it was it's, an it was an interesting experience. It's been several years since I've lined down on a public floor. There you go. Do you do you happen to I, remember the the last place you were? Where were you? It's it's eight twenty two p.m. Where are your kids lying on public floors? <laughs> I lay down on the floor of the planetarium as you do uh, okay. in yeah. um. Uh, November 2012. So over a decade since I've laid down on a public floor. Hope to have the experience again. I should return to the planetarium. I don't know if they've discovered yeah. new stars. They made up new constell. I don't remember. I don't know when they stopped doing constellations. I don't know if people are still making new ones. Ah, uh, yes, that one's the Pikachu constellation. Right. <laughs> If we tried, if we tried scrambling them up to see what new pictures we can draw. Oh, look, there's the hail bop comet followed by the kids bop comet. (laughs) (laughs) I think of the photos of celebrities from the past. You know, like you find a woman in a 1950s yearbook named Judy Zipper and she looks just like Leonardo DiCaprio. Or you find the paintings from like the 1700s that look like Keanu Reeves or Nick Cage or whatever. Right. Yeah. The true most powerful celebrity is the one who you can see in the stars. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah, I'm 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 sure they're discovering new stars and stuff all the time, especially as the because we we, there was that one camera that they sent up recently. Right. That's been getting all of these new pictures. Yeah. uh, Or or, or something. Yeah. They've been getting a lot more clearer pictures at stuff that's farther (laughs) away. So Uh, I tried to Google newest constellation. Apparently, New Constellation is the sixth studio album by the American alternative rock band Toad the Wet Sprocket. I've never heard of them. <laughs> you have heard of Toad the Wet Sprocket. I, I didn't know that the released October 15th, 2013. Toad the Wet Sprocket kept going after the 90s. Way to go. Way to Toad. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> Oh, oh, you, um, now I have to Google Toe the Wet Sprocket. What's that song? You've heard it. This isn't how I wanted to start the year. 
What are these? All I want. You know all I want. If you heard any radio in the 90s, you heard it. Okay, let me see here. Code the wet sprocket Vivo. All I want. YouTube.com. Everyone's got a Vivo. I don't even know who Vivo is, but they really are the people who anoint every musical act of note. Right. I'm trying to, I'm listening to the song right now in my headphones. Uh-huh. It's still not ringing a bell. Audience, we're not playing it for you. I'm sure you have heard All I Want by Toad the Wet Sprocket, and you can imagine it for yourself. Yeah, I, I, I don't recognize that song at all. <laughs> well, congratulations on hearing it now for the first time, January 2023. <laughs> You're eating new meats. You're you're hearing new toads. There you go. There you go. It's a, it's a year for first for Kyle Springer. Absolutely. Anyways, um, yeah, we're I, like I've I've been trying to get into Formula One. I I went to, oh, to this yeah. Van Gogh experience. I there's something else. Well, hope hopefully will be a a thing that we get to go to, to in February. That I I will not say what it is yet because I want to surprise you uh, with with what this is and be like I went to this thing. <laughs> okay. Like um, uh, I I I want to get into like not necessarily new things, but I, I, there are certain experiences that I want to have in life mm-hmm. that I'm starting to, to be like, man, it, it'd be really fun to go do that at some point in my life. I I'm to skydive. To, I, oh, you, you will not catch me dead. Joe, Joe, that <laughs> stuff. Um, well, maybe you will if I do skydive because I will die from the fall. <laughs> Um, I will catch you. Everybody (laughs) has to assign. If the parachute doesn't work, you have to assign one person to catch you. (laughs) Um, But I, I, I think it'd be really fun at some point in my life to go see a sumo wrestling match. Yeah. Like who, how many people do you know have, have been to a sumo wrestling match? There are sumo demonstrations at the Japanese festival at the Missouri Botanical Gardens every year. That's I have cool. seen some sumo. I don't it's not a very long demonstration. I don't know how long they have to do it, how many different participants there have to be to be like a whole match, to be like a, a WWE pay-per-view <laughs> event of right, sumo. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I want to go see is like what is the like official sumo league at like i like i want to go see that how how interesting would that be just find whatever the weirdest sport is that you can go see live in your town this year right yeah yeah go see competitive arm wrestling yeah <laughs> competitive thumb wars maybe it's <laughs> out there you don't know I think this is a great challenge. What's the weirdest sport we can find in our hometowns this year? Report back. What one one time I went to go get my hair cut, and at the barber that I go to, to he has a TV in in his little mm. studio, and uh, he had it on some ESPN channel. It was ESPN eight because they were watching 
something. I forget what it was. But when I got there, that's when the show wrapped up. The next thing that was on was like competitive pogoing. Oh. And it was just these g- 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 guys like hopping around on pogos g- 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 and tricks and flips and all that stuff. And they were getting into, into it. I was like, this is bizarre. This is so weird. Find but that. It was ESPN 8, the Ocho. So <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was just like, this is so sur- sur- surreal. Like, I didn't expect to, like, be watching this as I got my hair cut. Right. <laughs> I I caught competitive uh, washers once. Competitive washers? No, it was cornhole. It was oh, cornhole. Okay. I caught competitive cornhole on TV. My, it was like on, on while my dad's channel surfing through various sports like fathers do. And I saw a lady and I'm like, wow, that's great that cornhole is, is an, an intergender sport. Cornhole for everybody. And he's like, oh, no, that's the bag girl. After the guys throw the bag, she brings them back to them. Oh, I'm no. Like, what year is this? Why can't we have multi-gender cornhole? What's stopping us? They could just, they, they should all, like, it, you just switch bags when you're dead. Why don't you just switch bags and, the, like, you throw them over here and then that t- t- team uses the, the, those ones. I, like, don't, what? I don't know the rules. I don't know the Neither rules do I. of professional televised cornhole. I don't know why you need somebody to retrieve your bags at all. But I don't. I, I, I don't. I'll look in the future for who's who's going to be in the women's corn cornhole hall of fame. Wild, who, wild who, stuff. Corniest woman. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um. But, but yeah, uh, the F the F1 stuff. So we started watching the Netflix uh, Drive to Survive uh, F1 yes. show. We are now in season two. That show, show is surprisingly really good. Uh, nice. It is kind of a docu-series uh, Netflix makes following the seasons of uh, F1. And every episode typically follows uh, like different story not necessarily Mm. a different driver it might follow uh one of the managers of the teams or stuff like that Mm. yeah there's man there is all sorts of drama uh high stakes uh some crashes that are intense um Mm -hmm. and and just just some 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 fascinating characters because it's not only like the best of the best drivers that are in there but sometimes it's just rich people too like it it, Uh like it is a sport like you have to have money to compete and get in there but that's the thing is sometimes you don't even necessarily need to have the talent to be in there you can Mm -hmm. just be like i'm some rich guy's kid right and now i can be a formula one driver uh Mm. and since a lot of the teams have two drivers there's like this internal like start mm-hmm. struggle and they butt heads and they want to compete um it's it's an interesting sport my question is do the cars have names uh no not from what i can oh, tell man. It, uh, i want them to it's be named like, like battle bots <laughs> it's not like this this car is named old jimbo or something like that right 
Um, That's what you call a jalopy. I feel like if you had like one of those zippy little cars, like I said, give it a battle bot name, call it like chopper or something. (laughs) Battle bot names. they, They don't really have names for the cars because they are constantly reinventing the cars. Um, and the league itself is also making changes to the rules about how you can design them um, uh-huh. to to make them like more or less aerodynamic to make the races more competitive and close and stuff like that. So. Do no you want to learn you, the names of the 2021 BattleBot season bots? Yes. Yes, please. Number one. Big Dill. Big Dill. Black Dragon. Blacksmith. Blade. Blip. Bloodsport. Captain Shredderator. Claw Viper. <laughs> Cobalt. Copperhead. Deadlift. Deep Six. Defender. Double Jeopardy. All these pe- all the team yeah. members gathered around. You gotta I have to send you this link. So the, all the team members are gathered around their bot. They're mostly wearing like t-shirts and stuff. Some of the people for like Copperhead of somebody's got like a snake wrapped around them. The three guys for Double Jeopardy are all wearing suits. Like they took this formally. <laughs> uh, Dragon Slayer, Duck, in all capital letters with an exclamation mark. End game. Free shipping. Fusion. <laughs> Ghost Raptor. Gigabyte. Glitch. Gruff. I like hijinks. That's cool. Huge. Hydra. Hypershock, Ice Wave, Jackpot, Pardon My French, Jaeger, Kraken, Lockjaw, Lucky, Mad Catter, Malice, Mammoth, Minotaur, Overhaul, P1, Pain Train, Perfect Phoenix, Rampage, Retrograde, Ribbit, Ribot, uh, Ribbit, but spelled like a a robot, Riptide, Rotator, Rusty, Sawblaze, Shatter, Scorpios, Slamo, Smee, Sub Zero, <laughs> Switchback, Tantrum, Tombstone, Triple Crown, Uppercut, Valkyrie, Whiplash, Witch Doctor, and Yeti. Amazing. Wow, that was a ride. <laughs> Kyle, these, this is see, such a fun That would be such, I didn't even talk about else, half I the would people. love to go see. I would love to go see BattleBots in person. It'd be so much fun. Find it. Great, right? It'd be so good. So good. Uh, Well, let's see. Let's take a quick break for housekeeping. Mm. When we come back, we can uh, catch each other up with what we've been watching. And I have a bunch of stats from last year, how much I watched all of that good stuff. So you've got um, it quantitative. I've got it qualitative. I've got top 10 lists to read to you. Ooh, good stuff. Good stuff. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. 
You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com store to pick up some merch today. Wait for my mic to come back on. There we go. We are back. Cool. Uh, big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We thank you a ton. It means a thank lot. Thank you. Uh, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Of course, we are just starting off the year 2023. Uh, so we haven't been up to much yet. Uh, but you can go ch- check out our seven year anniversary retrospective. Uh, I, I've been doing the Whatnots for seven years. Melissa, it's been like five wow. for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Five years this spring. That's awesome. Uh, so we had a blast. Uh, Ignacio surprised us in the middle of that. We got to do some trailer reactions uh, to Oppenheimer and Barbie, all that good stuff uh, up on our YouTube is where you can get all of that. Uh, we started off the Whatnots review show this year, taking a look at John Wick, the first three movies of John Wick. Of course, the fourth one is coming out later this year. Uh, that's why we watched those. Uh, so go check out the review show. Um, on top of all of that, uh, we, we got stuff like the last of us on HBO coming out, uh, this weekend. Um, so mm. I, I know that we'll have some episode reactions up on that. Uh, not sure who's all going to be on that one exactly how often we're going to do those, but be on the lookout. We are working uh, towards getting that stuff all set up. And uh, I mentioned the Pilots Club. We recorded our first one for the year on Bird Girl, uh, which mm. you guys can find on HBO Max. Um and Puchinski is up next. If you yep. want to see a cop reincarnated as a dog, Puchinski is it. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the premier <laughs> cop reincarnated <laughs> as a dog show, uh, Puchinski. The only name in the game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we got lots of fun things uh, coming up here at The Whatnots. So stay tuned for all of that. That's about it for housekeeping right now. Melissa, you have a top 10 list. I have two. You have two top 10 this, lists. I did this last year. Uh, I was given the challenge later on in the year. And last year uh, was a, a much smaller year for new films. Sure. So this year, since there was a lot more stuff coming out uh, at the beginning of the year, I'm like, this is my goal. I set this for myself for the whole year. I'm going to make a pretty dedicated uh, top 10 new movies of 2022 list and movies that I watched in 2022 for the first time. Movies that were new to me. Cool. So which of these lists would you like first? Uh, let's do new to you first. Okay. Number one. I did try to rank these last year. I just put everything in alphabetical order this year. It's slightly arbitrary, but I, I did some semblance of a ranking. Okay, cool. Number one, defending your life. Number two, 
Boogie Nights. Got it in under the wire. This is what I watched on New Year's Eve. Because cool. I knew there was a New Year's Eve scene in it. Uh, and it rocketed all the way up there to number two. Number three, Barry Lyndon, followed by Punch Drunk Love. One you and I watched together, The Power of the Dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Belfast and The Eyes of Tammy Faye. That was also part of my early this year catching up on everything that was Oscar nominated spree. Okay. And then Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. They came together. And finally, Damsel. Damsel is an odd one. I found it on HBO Max and it said 2022. But then when I Googled the movie, it said it said 2018. So I wonder if maybe it got like a limited or like festival release in 2018 or HBO Max is just wrong. It's just a typo. I don't know. Is it an international film? No. No, because that that was that would have been something else I would have thought of. Like maybe it was released in 2018 somewhere else. And then HBO got the distribution rights in 2020 or what have you. Damsel is a movie where Robert Pattinson plays this dandy of a man in the Old West. And he hires the drunk town preacher to escort. To, to, he, he sends the telegram and he's like, I want you to marry me and my bride. She, you know, she lives a bit out of town. I'll go into town. I'll meet you. We'll travel together. You will perform our wedding. Sure. Uh, and he shows up. He's got a miniature horse named Butterscotch as a nice. wedding present. And he's got like a guitar over his shoulder. He's also got like a, a rifle over his shoulder. You can tell he doesn't know how to use the rifle. He's got like so many accessories. He's very awkward. It's very funny to watch him try and like take the rifle off his face and like the belt rubs against his face. He's stuck in it for a second. <laughs> so on the travel there, he tells the preacher, okay, I didn't give you all the information up front. My beloved, my betrothed, she has been kidnapped. I don't just need you to perform our wedding. I need you to help me rescue her. <laughs> and I'll tell you, uh, this movie was wall-to-wall surprises. I didn't know anything about it. I just stumbled across it on HBO Max. Stars Robert Pattinson and Mia Wasikowska. I'm like, wow, reuniting from, uh, what's that sad Southern movie? Uh, the Devil All the Time. Although I guess they yeah. probably filmed this first. Devil All the Time, not a film I, I I liked terribly much, but a solid cast. And I thought it was interesting that these two actors have worked together multiple times. Like, I'll, I'll watch anything with either of them, sure. Uh, really surprising. R- changes its structure around every scene. You, you don't know what the next scene is going to be up until the final minutes of the movie. It's like, I don't know how this ends. I don't know what's happening. It's very, it's a comedy. It's silly. Like it's sad and it's dark, but it's also silly. Like huh. at one point during this rescue attempt, they sneak up uh, behind some guy who's just like peeing in the woods and they shoot him in the back and he falls over on his back and his big floppy rubber fake penis just keeps peeing while he's dead. <laughs> and this isn't like, a central gag. I had to rewind it. Like, wait a minute. It's still going. It's the quietest, tiniest little gag. I love it. I love that they put the effort into that. That's so dumb. 
<laughs> it is truly. Please seek out damsel. <laughs> yeah, I I have only heard of a couple of those movies on that list there. Most of them I hadn't heard of, period. Well, they all come highly recommended. Cool. Uh, Good stuff. Uh, Barry Lyndon, maybe the dorkiest film I got into this year. This is a, a Stanley Kubrick project, and all I knew about it was that it was shot entirely using all natural light. Like he didn't hmm. put up any like Hollywood lights to film anything. Sure. Yeah. And I was initially going in to watch it just for that technical challenge. I, I got into it. It's another movie that is surprisingly rowdy. It's like a period piece. It's set during like powdered wig times. And uh, okay. Barry Lyndon gets in a fight with his stepson and all the other guys in with like their powdered wigs and their silk suits watching like a piano recital. All, right. I'll jump in to try and stop this fist fight. It's so funny to see people in period garb like punching each other. But they're all wearing silk. So one of them tries to jump in and he just slides across the floor. It's so <laughs> funny. I don't know if it's supposed to be a joke, but it's so funny. Interesting. OK. Okay. Beautiful. Good stuff. Good stuff. A film of of truly remarkable beauty and also uh, a surprising amount of chaos that I really enjoyed. Good stuff. So what for for your list? You started with number one. Was that one your favorite yes. of of the defending bunch there, your life? That... Yes. Okay. So what made that one your favorite? Are you familiar with defending your life? Not at all. This is an Albert Brooks movie from the 80s where he plays a man who dies and mm -hmm. he goes to a purgatory. Essentially, he goes to a place called Judgment City. He wears the like white robes like you see an angel wearing like, like in a movie or something. Sure. Everybody yeah. wears that. And this whole place is like a resort. Like you get assigned to a hotel. There's different restaurants and like art and cultural activities you can go out and see while you're in judgment city it's like going to orlando or something and during the day you go to these big offices and you're assigned a caseworker and your caseworker has to argue for whether or not you were brave enough in life that now you have earned the privilege to go on to heaven to, to paradise or if you still need a little work and you have to go back down to earth and be reincarnated and try again I gotcha. Interesting. And so while Albert Brooks is up there, he falls in love with Meryl Streep, who lived just like this picture perfect life. <laughs> like he kind of uh, goes into her, her little courtroom, sort of like these conference rooms where they're making these arguments. It's truly is like a law case. You've got like your lawyer and then there's like a, an opposing lawyer on behalf of the cosmos or whatever. Yeah. Like he goes in, he sort of opens the door, peeks in, and they show like videos of like memories of like things that happen to you in your life. And he sees her literally like running into a burning building. Just, like he, she rescues her, her, her house catches on fire. She gets her children out and they're like, mommy, the dog. And she's like, I'll go get him. And like storms <laughs> into this burning building, comes out, hugs her children with the dog. And he's like, I can't compete with that. And he's nervous because he's like, this woman is going to paradise. I, I think I'm a coward. I think I'm a spineless coward and I'm going to have to go back to Earth. And it's a really interesting look at 
what life means and what the point of life is. And I was expecting this to be sort of satirical to sort of make fun of the, the, the sort of yuppie character that Albert Brooks played during his life. It really isn't. It's a movie that wasn't about how you treated other people, but how you treated yourself. Like the point that this opposing lawyer is trying to make is you didn't stand up for yourself. You let other people walk all over you. That's not what a strong human being is. You haven't earned your heavenly reward. We have to send you back until you figure out how to do this. There you go. Good stuff. There's a lot of movies. on. Of course, every movie in this list I enjoyed. Uh, It it made me happy in, in some way. There was something about it I really appreciated. It made me think. Defending Your Life is the only movie that made me like think about myself to think about life and mm. what the purpose of life is and ask myself, like, if I was in some sort of cosmic court and Rip Torn has to defend me, d- d- where is he going to find my courage to, to stand up for myself? So gotcha. that's what made it number one ahead of anything else. There you go. Making some self-reflection. Yeah. Uh, and then the honorable mentions. Another movie we watched together, Black Swan, and The Current War, and The Double. There you go. There you go. Um, List number two. The new, new theatrically, new released in any way movies of 2022. These ones you're probably uh, all going to know. Number one, nope. (laughs) Nope had a real effect on me. That, that was, was one, one of those movies I like watched in my my sickly stupor over the holidays. And I was initially worried like I'm watching this movie and it's I can't get myself back into the mindset I was in seeing it for the first time when it was still a mystery, when it was still on the edge of my seat. Like I didn't know what the movie was. I didn't know where it was going. And I'm like, I still really like and appreciate this movie, but I'm kind of sad I'm never going to get that feeling again. Yeah. But the climax of this movie, the whole third act, every way that it blew my mind when I saw it in the theater happened again. Like there's still such a majesty and an awe that I have in reaction to this movie. And I think That's maybe so all cool. of that forever. This movie really had made me feel feelings I never felt before. Never imagined I would feel. That's what makes it the clear number one. That's awesome. Uh, number two and three, I, I had my clear number one and then it's like, well, what are the ongoing chapter? What are the chapters, the new chapters and the ongoing stories I am, I am dedicated to that I enjoy, that I follow, that kind of mark time in my life. So number two, Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, my favorite, uh, superhero movie of last year, mm-hmm. truly a wild ride full of surprises. I, I love that I never knew exactly what that movie. I knew some things that the movie was going to do, but I think we talked about this. When it pulls out Black Bolt, when it pulls out, you know you can go into a Marvel movie and you can expect cameos. And at this point, we're really excited for these characters we haven't seen in the MCU yet. Like, when do we get to see an X-Men? When do we get to see a Fantastic Four or a Doctor Doom or a Ghost Rider or anything like that? Nobody was expecting or wanted Black Bolt. The fact that this movie went in a place that nobody was predicting, incredible. (laughs) To be that shocked by a series I know so well was such a special feeling for me. And just the style of the whole thing, 
I the cinematography, the, the, the double exposures, the montages, the music, the scares. Stylistically, I had such a fun time with Multiverse of Madness. That's cool. That's good. Uh, I followed that up with the Batman. It just felt right for me to put my the two superheroes together. Yeah. And then uh, the movie I went to see on New Year's Eve, again, getting in under the wire, mm-hmm. Babylon. I've been hearing really great things about this one. It's people either really love it or really do not. It is three hours and 10 minutes long. It is aimless for a lot of it. There, you're not exactly sure what the follow through is, what plot line you're supposed to be following, what themes are. Like, you don't really know where it's going at any point. It is rowdy. It is loud. It is vulgar. There is piss, shit, vomit, everything, boo, everything you can imagine you can see in the film. It's up there. It's <laughs> so intense. It's so in your face. It is like absolutely concentrated party. And it ends in such a way that I never saw coming. I've never seen another film do. After this yeah. movie ended, I turned to Jack and I'm like, did we die? Are we <laughs> alive? Did that really happen to us? Not just about the film as a whole, but like the final like five minutes. That's wild. Please see this. See this in a theater specifically. Because the feeling I had seeing that and then walking out into the rest of the theater. Right. Yeah. <laughs> truly dreamlike, <laughs> truly surreal. Okay. Then okay. I've got uh the movie that I know was number one on a bunch of other people's lists, Everything Everywhere All at Once, a movie I did thoroughly admire. Yes. Uh, and, and, and that probably one. Probably one of my personal fa- yeah, favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a rewatch for me at the end of the year, trying to figure out where it would go. I, I think that movie is, even if it's the, it's visually, conceptually, stylistically so new, but I think the emotional core of it is the strongest element for me. I, yeah. the feelings in that movie are, are truly special. Yeah. Then I've got glass onion, the fable men's mm-hmm. and then X, which I've tried to tell you about in very, very vague ways. I want you to watch X, but I don't feel like I can tell you specifically why I want you to watch X. I just want you to watch it. Well, you've, you've, tr- you've explained it to me before. I've heard other people talk about it too. And I know there's another movie that's also a, a it's technically a prequel to it. Pearl! But the, the yeah, but the like the young character, the it's something like the character in X is playing the younger version of a different character in Pearl. Uh, and sure. so that's interesting. So, yeah, it's 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 on my radar of like this. That would be an interesting thing to ch- check out and see. Please watch both of those. There's going to be a third one, a sequel to X nice. that I, I hope comes out later this year, maybe very early next year. I'm not exactly sure. Too bad X2 uh, is X- already t- t- taken. <laughs> the, X- the movie's X2. called <laughs> Maxine with three X's. Okay, sure. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I put X on the list. Pearl is also there spiritually. They are tied together. Sure, yeah. And then I've got The Menu, another movie I think you'd really enjoy. 
it's on HBO Max now. And it's like the one that's like when you open it up, it's right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing that orc meme of the menus back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I I, I like the idea of that one too. Uh and then finally, a movie that it's difficult to say I am fond of. It is a challenging watch, but it's a movie I kept thinking about after I saw it. I think it's such an impressive piece of work. And even if it's not a movie that I can say uh, I enjoyed that made me happy. Every time I heard somebody else talking about it, I'm like, I am excited to hear your thoughts. And that cool. is Tar. Tar. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Rounding that out at the 10. And then my honorable mentions RRR, Avatar yeah. The Way of Water, uh, Elvis, Weird, The Al Yankovic Story. Still haven't seen that one. And Cha Cha Real Smooth. Good stuff. That's awesome. Some good movies in there for sure. I tried to vary it up. I really spent a lot of time in 2022 watching movies that came out in 2022 so that I could have a pretty comprehensive list by the end of the year. And I've still got stuff I wasn't able to get to last year, stuff that was like right on the fringes of me wondering, is this really going to make my top 10? Should I spend the time to watch it? Or stuff that I. Uh, you know, like already your stuff that's just difficult to get a hold of that mm-hmm. I'm hoping will become more accessible here in the yeah. early months of the year, particularly as we run up to the Oscars. So it's it isn't done. I mean, I, I wrote it. It's locked in. But I've perhaps I will see other movies that came out in 2022 that I, I would also want to add there. Cool. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Uh, well, I have some stats because I watched a bunch of stuff them. in the entirety of last year. Uh, for the past couple years now, I've been keeping track of all the movies that I watch, all the TV shows that I watch, and all the comic books that I read. Um, t- technically, I list out all the video games that I played too, mm. uh, but I don't keep track of how long it took me to play each of them. Um, just, just stuff like that. Um. But I will stick to movies, TV, and comics uh, for this one here. So what I should do for next year, now that this is the third year in a row, Mm -hmm. now now that I have three, I've, like, established a pattern or, like, a set of data, right? So next year, what I should do is actually have some kind of, like, chart or graph to see like how it went up and mm-hmm. down i think that would be neat uh now i want to ask you uh yes. i re-listened to the first episode we did in 2022 trying to remember if there, what we talked about if there's any patterns we need to return to mm-hmm. how do you track these do you have a spreadsheet is there an app I, for this i no. i i just it's in my notes app i just have mm. a, a little thing of like here's all the movies i watch and i just list out the t- titles um Ooh. for the television sh- shows i like the name of the series and then how much of it i watched so okay uh the the first television i show that i started this year in 2023 was sense eight but i had seen mm. most of it so i i was watching season two episodes seven through 12 which was a total of okay. six, six of them 
because mm-hmm. I had I was watching it at the end of last year and just never finished it okay. by the end of so okay. um or like uh Seinfeld I'm currently watching Seinfeld but the one that I started with in 2023 was season three, episode 13, because I had watched all the stuff before that in 2022. So stuff like that. I, I just keep track of all of that. And then when I'm doing all the math uh, here on this for the television shows, I mark which ones are full, like hour long uh things and which ones are half an hour and then i get like a rough estimation of this mm-hmm. is how many hours i spent watching tv uh, and stuff like that so in 2022 the first movie that i watched in 2022 was fantastic planet uh, oh often considered one of the most like bizarre movies of all time it was weird the last one that i watched in 2022 was prey the the uh predator one it was good i i i enjoyed it um i watched a total of 80 different movies um over the course of the year if i'm not mistaken that's down from the year before Um, yes i think in I think you told me when you started counting in 2020, you watched 69 movies. Nice. And in 2021, it was like 119. Yeah. 2020 was 69 movies. And then let's see. I still have all my notes in here. I just need to find it. In 2021, movies was 116. And only two of them I watched twice. True. Um. So for 2022, only 80 movies total. Um, And then a few of my favorites was Everything Everywhere All at Once, Triple R, Top Gun Maverick, and Nope. Mm -hmm. Those those were some of my favorites there. Yeah. Um, TV shows. 72 different TV shows. Wow. Which came out to about. 1,045 and a half hours watching TV. <laughs> uh, so I the the first TV show that I started or, or continued watching was Titans. Uh, I started mm. watching that. Um, I did seasons one through three uh, this year. I think season four is out and just finished or is like still coming out right now i'm not sure um but then the last television show that i watched here in 20 or in 2022 uh was a show on netflix called the valhalla murders Hmm. i I don't i don't know if it's norwegian or dutch um i'm not super familiar with the area and distinguishing Mm -hmm. what language is what so i apologize because i don't know but um it yeah it's a like crime murder mystery show and if i'm not mistaken by the same creators of the killing um there there was a version of that and then there was an american adaption of that too um it's swedish oh wait no 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 it's um oslo that's norway that's norway not sweden so norwegian 
There you yeah. go. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah. And uh, again, I think it's a similar thing. I think I watched like the number of, sh- of shows that I watched went up this year, but the amount of time I spent watching them went down this year. Let me see. It's what, Icelandic. 20... Icelandic. It's a detective from Oslo, but they okay. go to Reykjavik. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Media consumed in 2021. Yeah. Only 69 shows. Nice. Uh, but a total of 1,058 and a half hours. So I'm around the same mark for how many, how many t- TV shows I watched. Which is interesting. Um, a few of my favorites that I watched this year was, of course, Yellow Jackets, uh, which mm. I will probably be rewatching soon yeah. in preparation for season two, because that comes out in March, in the middle of March. Soon. Yep. Um, our flag means death. This was Lovely. one of the TV shows that I watched twice because we watched it for the review show. Ah. And then I watched it again with my girlfriend. Uh, another one of my favorites, season three of The Boys. Still oh. really, really love that show. That was fantastic. Uh, the Offer on Paramount Plus. I oh, love yeah. it. Fantastic. Um, Tokyo Vice on HBO Max, a crime oh. show um, about a, a, a good old red-blooded American boy. Moving out to Japan and uh, becoming a reporter and then starting to report on the Yakuza uh, and mm-hmm. getting involved uh, with with them. And that sh- that show was great. I really, really hope they do a season two with that one. Um, so that was good. And the the main actor is the actor f- from uh, The Fault in Our Stars. The the ga, 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 mm. the male love interest in okay. in that one yeah um, and Ken Watanabe right I think so I, okay I, I believe so it's been a little bit since I watched that one that was more like middle of the year that I watched that um, P- Pachinko on Apple TV yeah. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. Of course, Severance was also fantastic. But I've heard almost no one talk about Pachinko. Um, I I saw a a few like as it was coming out um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and stuff, but like has not had the same like, hey, have you seen Severance yet? Uh, But man, Pachinko is so good. So good. I. I think Severance is my number one new show of 2022. I I've been going back and watching more of Servant. I'm like close to the end of season two of Servant. I think people just don't know what's in Apple TV plus like Ted Lasso broke through Severance broke through and like Servant has quietly made like four seasons and it's very solid. And I don't know if I've heard a person speak about it. I yeah. think like stuff in Apple TV Plus just gets lost in the woods. Yeah, they 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 have a surprising amount of original content. Mm-hmm. They they have a sh- a show, an Apple TV Plus show starring Gary Oldman, 
Uh, and he's like one of the Slow main characters. Yeah. Like, the, I, I, like I almost didn't find that or see it on there. And I think that would have been like that. Like, hey, it's Gary Oldman. You guys know him. He's a fantastic actor. Like, why has that mm-hmm. not been like, hey, guys, watch this one. I don't know. But have um, you watched that one? Or did I you just not. see that it existed? I saw it exist. We'll it in the when- pitch pile. It, it is already on the pitch pile for sure. I went through all of as much as I could find of like, what is on here? When I first got it to be like, I should pitch some more stuff down the road. Because, yeah, Severance was good. The after party was good. Pachinko was good. There's just a lot of good stuff on there that I don't think people are talking about. Uh, my favorite television show of the year, Andor, is oh, d- yeah. that one is fantastic. I've now watched it twice. It's incredible. Uh, twice. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, How long are those episodes? A- a- hour long each. Oh, so how many? Is there like 18 episodes. hours of Andor? 12 episodes. 12? Yeah. Okay. There will oh, be a, oh, Daredevil's a gonna season be two. Episodes. Yeah. Okay. Um, of Andor, and that's all they're making. So, two seasons of twelve episodes. Okay. okay. Um, and then one of my other favorites was Atlanta. They had their fourth and final yeah. season. Um, and it was incredible. It was it, it's it's great. I love that show so much. Um, and then one that was kind of a surprise. To me, I knew it was one of Netflix's most liked shows because they advertise that it is one of their most liked. I had heard nothing but incredible things about this show, but Arcane, Arcane is phenomenal. I I watched the first one being like, okay, I'm expecting this to be good. And even then, it blew my expectations out of the water. It was amazing. I'm I'm I know nothing about League of Legends or that whole like video game universe that it's in. But man, you don't need to know a thing. You can jump right in with that show, and it's Chef's Kiss. Great mm. stuff. Highly recommend it. So. TV shows. That's all I got for TV shows. Let's move on to comics. Oh, yeah. I like to read a lot of comics as well. I read 77 different series, which came out to 697 issues. I read four different mangas, uh, of which there was 155 chapters between those four mangas. What were the non-review show mangas you read this year? Because we read Knights of Sidonia, um, The Time I Got Reincarnated as the Slime. A third one? Uh, Shiver. We read Shiver. Yeah, Shiver! Um, those we all did on the review show. The The only one that I read on my own, uh, let's see if I can find it on this list here. The book is right back here. It's called Seraphim Wings. It's only 16 mm. chapters, and it's a collaboration between. Uh, let me just pull it up. Here. OK, uh, he's going to get it, folks. 
There was yeah, massive it's, bookshelves. It's a collaboration between Satoshi Khan, who's one of my oh. favorite creators, uh, and Mamoru o- o- Oshi, who uh, worked on, oh, yeah, on things. Oh, yeah, I know that name. Yeah, like uh, Ghost in the sh- in the Shell and yeah. stuff like that. So it's it's two of like my favorite creator mm-hmm. creators or or things that they have created working on something together. This is the only book that they made together, and it is oh. unfinished. Uh, of well, of oh no, of, of course Satoshi Khan passed away, uh, so they c- could not complete it. Um, but it 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 seemed like despite having great respect for one another once they started working together found that they didn't really work super well together each mm-hmm. one wanted to like insert their own stuff into the story and yeah um but i picked this up this year and read that one so seraphim nice. wings so there you go that's what i read um a few let's see so the first first one first comic series that i read this past year was batman and the outsiders which was a total of mm. 38 issues and this is the one from uh like the early 80s ran like okay. early 80s into the early 90s if not late 80s i believe um so yeah read that read all 38 issues of that uh, the most recent one that I finished up was an eight issue mini series called Super Girl Woman of Tomorrow um, by Tom King. He's the one that wrote that and gorgeous art uh, by mm. Bill Quiss Everly, I believe is their name. Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but um, the art in that was fantastic. Some of my favorite stuff. Um, my favorite comics that I read, the original Swamp Thing, the first 13 ish issues by Len Wein and Bernie Wrightson from like the the 60s. Man, great stuff. It was awesome. Um, And then that book continues for a little while. uh, And then that's when Alan Moore picks it up. Mm. And I read that stuff this year, too. That is also on some of my favorite stuff of mm-hmm. the year it's it's incredible because the original stuff is very much very much that like universal monster horror movie kind of thing but they just do a, such a good job of it um which is why it's so neat and it's so fun to read but literally the moment that alan moore picks it up <laughs> the book just completely changes like i i i I think i read a few of the issues before alan moore started um just to kind of get like uh, okay what what do i need to know Mm -hmm. like what was happening in the arc before this so i know what's going on once he 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 starts and stuff before it was just not good it was very boring Mm -hmm. and the minute alan moore gets on this book it's just like oh oh (laughs) what is this this is cool i like this this is awesome i Um, mean his name is alan moore it isn't alan less (laughs) right yeah (laughs) he's gonna deliver so i i enjoyed that a lot um 
And then I, I I read some of this the year before too, but uh Chip Sadarsky on Daredevil. Holy ah. cow, can he write a Daredevil book? Mm. I, I I only read six issues of of that run this this past year, but he just he continues to write that book incredibly well, which is interesting because a lot of people I, I think a lot, a lot of people still think of him as like, oh, he's the funny g- 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 guy. He writes funny books like yeah. sex criminals. Uh, and or he, he did the artwork on that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but like but that is his visual gags. Right. Like that is his style of stuff. He makes he makes these funny comics. And then here he, he makes is a like Willem oh, Dafoe sex mask. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then here he is writing this like very gritty, very like down to earth, like hardcore daredevil book. And it's good. It's really good. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, another book I really enjoyed was The uh, Other History of the DC Universe. This was a five issue mm. series um, that focused on characters in the dc universe that are minorities uh Mm. and it kind of tells their history uh in comics from their perspectives and the challenges and hardships that they've had to go through through um and certain stories each each issue is a different character it focuses on. Some of them were better than uh, others, um, but it was still really good and really inter- interesting to just see. It's like, oh, I've I've read like a lot of this post-crisis era DC comic stuff. So I know the stuff that they're talking about in some of these mm. things. But to see the story told from that character's perspective is it just completely changes it. And it's like, wow, yeah, that that was that that whole thing was fucked up. Like, <laughs> didn't realize it reading just the regular comics, but man, um, mm. so that stuff was good. Uh, of course, I've also mentioned multiple times on our shows, something is killing the children. That stuff yep. continues to be great. Those books are written by uh, James Tinian, who has also had uh, multiple comics this year that are also really, really good, including the Department of Truth, which is uh, one of my uh, other favorite books here that one i i might bring that up in our horror month uh later okay. on because it is it's really interesting it's 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 about ideas and how as ideas gain hold of people's like consciousness how that shapes reality uh, and the, the the scary things that that can mean and the conspiracy theories that people latch on to. And yeah, it's it's haunting stuff. It's it's interesting for sure. Highly recommend that book. But uh, that's all I have to say on my stats. All of that stuff. It was good. It was a good year. Nice. Good year. Sounds indeed. productive. It does. My my like the way I spend my time also ch- changed a little bit this year because I moved in with yeah. my p- partner. Uh, so that like mm-hmm. I, I did notice that like the amount of stuff I read or watched did go down a small bit there. Um, but yeah, I, I 
think it was a good good year. I'm I'm right now slowly but sh- surely working on all the all the stuff I have in my Netflix uh stuff that I need ah. to, to watch there. And I just finished up the final season of The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead oh. show proper season eleven. Did they stop um, walking? They they stopped Did they sit walking. Down? Did indeed. they lie on a public floor? I do, do, do you want a a? It's not. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. Do you, do you want to know something that know is like anything? New? I know Jeffrey Dean Morgan hits somebody with a bat. I don't know what yeah. happens in there. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who anybody is. Uh, there's a a new variant of zombie that happens in in like the last handful of episodes mm. they can start climbing they can start holding things ah! uh and like climbing over stuff yeah uh which they were not able to do the entirety of that show um so that's really interesting uh it, it's a strange one for me because i started watching that show when it first came out uh really enjoyed it at the start season two was rough season two was real bad it took a little bit for it to recover from how bad season two was uh it it found its footing eventually uh it still had its ups and downs but they've it's also still just it's done numbers for, for, for them it's very very popular uh they've done tons of spin-offs fear the walking dead uh is still going yeah. they're on seasons heaven i like that one a lot wow. i think i like that one more than the walking dead um but they they have more spin-offs planned down the, so like the world and the story and lore of that world is not done yet even though the main show is done and i I just think that's interesting fascinating Mm. stuff so there you go that's all i have to say yeah nice i don't have any stats i i like you said i did mine qualitatively not quantitatively maybe this year i'll actually count something you never know it's fun I, i i just one year was like you know what let me start keeping track of this stuff so Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, we had a few pop culture things to catch up on. It's it's all stuff that's really, really fast. Uh, so we can mm-hmm. do that and then we'll wrap things up here. Um, OK. Uh, Melissa, you were talking about Servant not too long ago. Mm-hmm. The final season of which uh, starts January 13th. It starts uh, tomorrow as of us recording this. As Friday when the 13th. It starts. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's an interesting one there. We did cover the first season on the review show this past year. Uh, so I say, go check that out. Avatar, the last air bibender is getting a new cartoon from the original creators. That's following the nice. new avatar after Korra. I'm super oh. excited. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm super stoked. Cause I know at one point they were working on, uh, I, th- I think they were attached to the Netflix adaption at the start, and then they yeah. backed off when they were like, it's not really working out the way we wanted it to. Um, and so, so yeah, they are now working on a new cartoon. I'm super excited about that. Uh, and last but not least, Melissa, 1899 has been canceled by Netflix. Uh, <laughs> kind of confusing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why it was canceled it sucks that it was still because i i mm. think 
it's a show that really would rely on like all three seasons of that of of that being the 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 thing um so now that it's only the one season that is there i don't know if i feel good recommending it to people um just because it just has such a wild cliffhanger but (laughs) it it, it sucks because dark was so good like please just trust the creators making this Mm -hmm. um oh well what can you do yeah well We'll see what they go on to next. I hope Netflix yeah. does stick with them as creators and then yeah, uh, pass them. What, well, I don't think that worked, but what else do you have? I, I, I don't think we mentioned it in any of our reactor core episodes of it, but 1899 also, I think, was undergoing a lawsuit uh, for huh. plagiarism. There was a mm. novelist uh, that put out a book uh, a few years ago that had some very very similar uh eh, like bits to the story and themes and iconography and stuff like that and so i think they were trying to uh do something about that so that might be part of it i didn't really look mm. into it besides it's canceled so oh. who knows who knows but melissa that's it that's all we got we caught up little blurbs from all of this stuff uh so that's it for this week's episode of the captain log the captain's log i can't even say our own podcast right uh that's when you that's when you know you need to stop melissa where can they find you on the internet i may be found on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t you can find me there i don't really update them but if you want to send me a message for any reason i will respond Honestly, this is the only way I communicate with people. I tell Kyle, and then other people <laughs> may hear it. Uh, and listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, a show I do with my brother Jams about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots. So please go like, share, and subscribe. If you are watching the YouTube version of this, go check out one of our other videos over there on that side. That would help us out a ton. Uh, But this has been number 218 of The Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye.